Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Boys Season 1 Episode 8, it's called You Found Me. So full spoilers for the episode as always, and of course full spoilers for the whole season now because this is the season finale. So uh, we finally know what the big, you know, because we, we heard a while ago, big cliffhire, we're going to be a big cliffhire before season 2. So we finally got to see what that was and experience yeah. the end of the journey here for season 1. So, um, I guess we just kind of worked through it. I, I, th- this one's... Because what I always like to do with these plots is to sep- just, like, okay, you got an A plot, a B plot, a C plot, you know, X characters in this one, Y's characters in that one, and just follow them. This one's a bit weird in that because everything kind of culminates, they all do eventually kind of conver- converge and weave in and out of each other. To a point, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think also there's a lack of resolution that that usually you know usually when we mm. talk about these plots we get to the end and go okay and that's the end of that plot because it finishes they don't really in this episode they do, they do to an extent for some of the the, the plots like some um obviously the big one between between billy and homelander doesn't really have a resolution outside of the shock sort of cliffhanger right because uh, that's your big hook for season two sure um but i feel like the, the main gang as well don't have much of a resolution Oh, the main gang don't... But I think the reason why I don't think of it that way is because I think Starlight has a resolution in this scene. She does, yeah. 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 And what kind of became one of my favourite plots of this season, you know, we're looking forward to her kind of stepping up, and I guess we'll start with her. Why not? Let's start with her. Um, You know, she... Over the course of the episode, we... She confronts her mother, that's her first big thing, uh, about her childhood, and... Uh, ask why her da- dad left and ask why, you know, what age was she when she let Vought start pumping drugs into her? And her mother's yeah. reaction kind of tells her that it's true. That you know, I was actually surprised by this. I was surprised that the parents knew at all. I, I just had assumed, you know, from what we'd seen in the hospital, that mm. they just pump it into all the kids and some develop, some don't. Yeah, now it sounds like they actually pay... Well, actually, she says it wasn't... They pay for hospital bills. They don't actually pay them off. It's just they sell it to them as, hey, your kid will be special. Your kid will be magical. powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, I can see why that's the appeal. But given how many there is, I'm surprised that... You know, okay, presumably all the parents have gone through this, or a lot of them. I'm surprised that it hasn't come out into the public. Yeah, I guess they all say NDAs, uh, which we know they do sign. Uh, uh, sure, sure, but I mean, <laughs> on this scale, still. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, maybe some of them are paid off. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe if they try and talk, they get killed. Yeah, actually, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like if they, if they if they catch wind that any of them are going to talk, they just send in Homelander or whoever else to to yeah. to whack them. Uh, but you know, and we find out her father lately left because he couldn't handle with the idea that this is what had happened to her that he couldn't lie to her. Uh, you know, as opposed to whatever story her mother told her before. So, you know, we we get this confrontation, and it's her sticking up t- against to her mother. And then next time we see her, she's in church. And oh. worth noting as well, it doesn't seem like that much time has passed, but she's completely fine after those uh, gunshots. Yes, yes. I always got the impression she would be. It, to me, it felt like the, the high caliber was enough to like. Because I never got the impression it actually went through her. It was just like it, no, no. Because it, it it never even teased that she was really you know dying or anything yeah. like that. It, you know, she sat up after, but I, I didn't realize she'd healed this quickly. No, it, it, the way it hit her was kind of like with a real person when they get hit with like a, a rubber bullet. You know, it doesn't go in. Yeah. It just it's like a thud. Like you know, it'll sure. knock the wind out of you, but it's not. 
you know penetrating your skin mm. um so no and obviously by this point like huey's coming for help because the, the rest of the boys have been captured we'll get to that but he tries to convince her to help and she quite rightly is angry at him because of everything that's transpired because of the secrets he was keeping and she asks why did you even tell me I said, oh because i thought you should know the truth and gets really upset at him and she's like why would i help you like you're, you're lucky i'm not arresting you right now why would i help you and he says well because Vought's doing something awful and it's your job you're a superhero and you know and that's kind of always what we expected her art to be is that this idea she would overcome whatever Vought's trying to make her do and just be the hero she wants to be that, yeah. that was always going to be her thing and he says and she's like oh when, when's the last time i saved someone and he says oh you saved me like you brought me back from this brink by by being there yeah. I like that even before you know, before he gets to that bit, he's oh, you know, he's saying she looks genuinely confused and she's like racking her brain going, I never saved you. What the hell are you talking about? Mm. And she you know, she rejects this. She says, I don't care, and she walks off, and that's kind of the scene. And she's getting drunk at this party that the you know, Vought's throwing, and she's kind of flirting with this guy drunkenly, but then goes to throw up instead. And the beautiful thing about this is that it also kind of you know obviously the story's not done yet but it also gives Maeve kind of a, a little conclusion to her story for this season just a no, not a full one but just a little one where not only is she stuck up for for Annie at this point she then takes this moment to say hey don't become me right I've already become me and that story about the bus and me breaking my arm that was all true because I used to believe in this and I used to be like you and I became yeah. me and I'm telling you from experience don't become me. and it's actually very it mirrors quite well uh Mallory's thing to Huey like don't become oh, me don't do it you know um and you know be the goody two-shoes be that person be that asshole because one of his needs to be and it's this idea that Maeve believes in it still she's just too far going to be that herself and I like that. I, I like that kind of passage of the torch and the idea that, no, what you believed in with Maeve, that, that, that idol you had growing up was real at one point. Like, you can still oh, aspire to be that. Um, it wasn't just the marketing, guys. Yeah, so no, it's that kind of beautiful thing. And of course, it leads to the big moment later. I, I guess we'll jump over to the boys now just because, obviously, it lead, you know their whole predicament leads to her big entrance later. Yeah. Um. So, you know, Huey goes over to see Mallory with... Uh, with Billy. And Billy's whole thing here is that they are not going to be protected by the FBI because much like um, we suspected... Be- Still CIA. Sorry, CIA. I-, I keep saying FBI. Whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> because the terrorists have supers now, and we get this opening scene with Homeland, they're just, you know, cutting through terrorists and the army's just kind of standing like, around. Hey guys, I got this. You know, it's this brutal scene with him just ripping people in half with the heat vision. And then it's it's the last guy where he's, he's running around, he's like, all right, guys, it's all clear. And then there's just the guy running and he's just, just in half. Yeah, and then I'll just look at him, he's like, for America, and it flies off. <laughs> or God bless America, just, whatever he said. I, I, I love Homelander and this portrayal in the just how twisted and amazing he is at doing the, the, the Superman act while being utterly terrifying. Yeah, no, it's great. I think Anthony... Uh, star his name star? is yeah uh, i think he's great in this role oh he's fantastic so it says there's an idea that it doesn't matter how bad this is and there's another scene to reiterate this with uh stillwell where uh, bobby from supernatural's there and i guess it's because eric kripke's running the show he got a small part for uh for uh sure for uh bobby but bobby oh what's his last name 
And the reason why I'm trying to think of his last name is because he's named after a producer who worked on a bunch of shows. And the reason why I know that is because he was a producer on Lois and Clark, and I recognized the name from Supernatural. That's weird. And I looked it up, and it turned out the character in Supernatural had been named after this producer. And I was like, oh, okay. Need a little I, I never watched Supernatural. Trivia so line. I can't help you. Sorry. I want to say Bobby Fisher, but I, doesn't, I don't know if that's quite right. Anyway, um, so people, Supernatural viewers could tell me. They're shouting at you in the comments already. They are. I can, I can feel it. So, you know, and it's just this thing where it's like he wants to prosecute her because he's he's suspicious that oh right, so your compound got to terrorists. I'm not buying that you don't know anything about this. I'm not buying anything. And she's like, ultimately, doesn't matter. Like all those all those like weapons you've been in the past, all those missiles you used to be the head of this company, that did all this stuff. They are all toys now, and the only people who have the 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 weapon that can fight these supers is my company. So we are basically immune to anything right now yep. and because of that the boys are not going to be protected their families are going to be but because Vought wants them because the, the, the supers want them they are open season uh, yeah and and one of my favorite little beats on this plot here uh is is that we learn it was it was homelander behind it all not oh yeah later still... yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We, this is the party we yeah homelander's talking to stillwell and we find out she knows nothing about this Homelander has... We were kind of acting under the assumption that, yeah, okay, you know, especially at the end of last episode where it was that really convenient timing, uh, we were kind of like, oh, she knows something's going on and she really does. Honestly, honestly, yeah, that moment actually plays better now because she did look generally quite worried for the most of that interview. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that makes sense now that she didn't know that this was about to happen. Yeah. Yeah, she had no clue and... That's you know just a, another sound of Homelander just going off and doing his own thing and being terrifying. Yeah, being terrifying. He's, he's making supervillains. Uh, they they literally didn't have supervillains before. He he's went and made them. Yep. Yeah. It is taking that whole uh, you know the the did did Batman cause the the supervillains to to exist? You know did did mm. he is he the reason the Joker exists? It's taking that to the extreme. Yeah, this is him literally dunking him in the toxic waste and going, "Become the Joker, become the Joker." Yeah, it's like I need, I need a challenge. Yeah, um, no, that, that that was an interesting revelation actually that she didn't know that. Uh, but so so Billy kind of tries to pretend that everything's okay, and they see right through him. Like he's like, "No, nah, we've got them. Like we're almost, we've almost won." And we're like, "There's no, a great not. bit where you know <laughs> he, uh, you know, TIA hangs up the phone on him, and he keeps talking. It's like, yeah, yeah, all right, okay. Well, see you later, love." Yeah, Reina, yeah, CIA lady. I forgot her name. Yeah, well, I so, it was CIA. Sharp. Um, so he uh, takes Billy, or so he, he takes sorry Huey with him uh, to see Mallory because uh, he wants some intel. And Mallory, Mallory is very reluctant, but she does ultimately tell him, "Look, he's got a relationship with this uh, Stillwell. She's his weakness. That's that's all I can give you." Um, but the big thing for me in this scene was the, the way she talked to Huey and it's like don't become this don't go for revenge because all it leads to is what I'm doing right now which is hiding and bird watching yeah. and it's uh, it's the same thing that, that MM told him as well you know. yeah yeah in relatively early on in the season yeah um, obviously it's one of the big messages of the show one of the big themes of the show is the idea of vengeance and it not being the, the right way to live your life basically <laughs> not being the thing you obsess yeah. over um, so no, that stuff's good, uh, but of course the big confrontation between them is when they get back and they realise that by this point the others in the hotel room, or the motel room sorry, have been nabbed uh, by Vought's forces essentially and yeah. 
It's actually a really great moment because uh, uh, Kimiko is actually hogging the bathroom because she decides to, to brush her hair and then she puts on a little bit of nail polish and makeup and she's kind of and she's almost trying to talk as well. She's in the mirror, kind of trying to mouth words, and she's not she's quite to make it make the noises, but it's not coming out. Yeah, I wonder if this is a side effect of the uh, compound V. This is why she can't talk. It could be. It could also be that she maybe hasn't spoken in a a year or two years, however long she's been you know mm. trapped down there and. Uh... Yeah, you know, at first, presumably as a way of just not talking to them, you know, not giving them information. But over time, maybe now, you know, if if you don't talk for even a day or two, your voice can just really struggle to to you know come out. So I, I imagine after a year or months. Yeah. Well, the sad irony of this scene, though, is that she's kind of starting to become a person again. You know, I mean, not that I think this means she's a person again, but just, I think symbolically, her kind of caring and trying to like, you know present yeah. herself makes her feel like she's starting to be her again and she as soon as she does this she immediately hears something's wrong and there's a moment where she comes out of the bathroom and friend frenchy and that don't know something's wrong yet and he's like oh look at you you know and his french accent yeah. and he's like excited to see her look this way and look, look healthier and happier but she's already hear it. Yeah, yeah she already knows though that someone's outside and then the yeah. tear gas comes in you yeah. know and then you know he shoves her back into the bathroom you know blocks the the bottom of the door with a with a jacket or something yeah and she takes out a couple of guys but unfortunately she gets nabbed with a it's like a you know uh tranquilizer that's the word i'm looking for yeah yeah uh, she gets she gets out the window and then gets shot um and she gets under the car you know tries to hide but obviously she, you, you know it's over but there's a girl where she looks down at her hands and sees that you know the freshly painted nails—it's all, all ruined already. Yeah, darts all over already over them. She's—you yeah. know—she's—it was almost symbolic that she finally escaped. Really, like you know, up until now she's still been kind of a vicious wild animal because it—that's what they made her, and she was starting to feel like a person again. Um, and then, and then it's, dragged it's, right back into yeah, it. Immediately, she's she's a, a captive, uh, captive in a cage again. Uh, but uh, so Huey's like, okay, we have to go try and save them, and Billy's like. No, nah, we've got this thing for Homelander. We're going to do that instead. In their honor. And he's like, no, you're abandoning them. And it becomes this confrontation. And once again, Billy tries to manipulate him by bringing up Robin. Like, you know, you need to do this for Robin. And he's like, no, I'm refusing to do this. And I want to save them for Robin because that's what she would want me to do. Because that's, you know, like the honor of her memory is not to become a killer. The honor of her memory is to be something better uh, yeah. kind of idea. Um, So he just says, piss off, yeah, C-bomb. And billy leaves uh so huey and this is what leads him to go see annie which fails of course and then his ultimate plan after that is to intentionally get nabbed by going back to the motel and he basically wears his old retainer which has some metal in it so that frenchy can lock pick them out uh now he's lucky they ended up in the same cell because for all he knew they were all in separate rooms that weren't bars like they could, they could have been in like isolation rooms for all they he could knew. have been but i mean worth a gamble uh, even if it was traditional cells which i think is a, a reasonable assumption okay all right mm. oh the lock in cells uh you can throw a retainer through the bars true 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 uh so frenchy uh gets them all out. and i like how after, it, after a little bit of comedy that the retainer's stuck in and you know, oh sure get yeah punched in the face what i like about this this scene though is they're genuinely pleased pleased to see him and also they're like you know because he comes out with a bag in his head and the guards kind of roughing him up a little bit they're like they kind of start yelling at the guard to like n not be rough with them it's like they actually kind of care about it. it's like okay well, well, well go we'll go back to like episode two and three when they first meet huey and they're like who's this oh, kid why is he here yeah. you know it's a bit of a journey a bit of a growth throughout the season in terms of their their bond as a, a unit right mm. 
Um, because I also think this is the first episode we actually hear them referred to as the boys, and it's just a casual thing that Billy says. He refers to them as the I put the boys back together kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's not really a name; it's just how he refers to them. Um, it felt really natural. It didn't feel like you know one of those. Oh, he said the title. Yeah. You know, oh moments. yeah, no, it's because it's, it's just how a, an English person would say it about a group of friends. Yeah, it's really it's it's a really normal thing to say. Yeah. Um. So. They get out and they they're getting to uh, they've taken out a couple of guards and they're getting to where Kimiko was but there's too many guards and they've got one gun and it actually it's a very funny scene where Huey has to give the covering fire because Frenchie's hitting the shoulder and MM's going to go and he's like because and again this shows a bit of growth because all season MM's been like you know why are you looking after this girl and he's been joking about this this his girlfriend and kind of teasing for it but ultimately he sees how much he cares in this scene he's like she better be worth it. And he's like, cover me. And he, you know, dives in himself, yeah. runs in and get, grabs her. Yeah, because it's after a bit of a heart-to-heart with him and Frenchie earlier about the fact that, you know, he never told them that he uh, has a daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, again, it shows that... They, this is what I'm saying. This show has heart. It actually has heart. It makes you care about the characters. It's, it's why we've been enjoying it, because it's the thing that stops it just being hyper-violent satire. You know, edgy nonsense, yeah. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, you know, he gets her back, but they're, you know, the guards are all storming them. They've run out of ammo. They're coming in. Huey can't reload. <laughs> he can't reload. That's happened already, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're out of right, ammo. Uh, but then you just see the light, the, the beam of light come from behind them, right? Just, and yeah. sparks are flying. And you know what's happening here. And I don't know what it is. I don't know why I knew this. But I knew that when she walked up, you know, after she's taken out the guards and Huey says, why did you come and help us? I knew exactly how she was going to phrase it. And I don't know why, but I just knew she was going to say it with an F-bomb. I just knew she was going to say, I'm an effing superhero. Mm. And I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because the writing was so well that it just it made so much sense for her to say it that way. But do you know what I love about it? Is that think of any other context where the phrase, I'm an effing superhero, would come off as endearing as this. Because I think... That would almost sound like edgy nonsense at any other time. That you know, it would sound like you know, I'm the goddamn Batman. It would sound like that in most contexts. Yeah, no, it in most contexts, it's something out of Titans. Yes, which would sound ridiculous. But in this moment, it's endearing. It's her choosing to be this, so it's a big moment for her. It's her big finale moment of the season that she's making this choice. Yeah, uh, they, it doesn't matter that they're not with the company or that they're seen as outlaws by by the company or the government. She knows this is the right thing to do and she's going to do it because she's a goddamn hero. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, you have the big entrance, you have the big saving moment uh, where she saved the day. And it also means that, you know, come next season when they're teamed up again in some way, which I'm sure will happen, Frenchie and Mother's Milk are going to like trust her quicker because they look at her here and they're like, she's helping us. You know, they don't even oh, exchange yeah. much lines. It's just like... You know, when Billy's like, no, nah, she's a super, we can't trust her when he's back with them at some point, they're going to They'll stick like, up for no, her. No, no, she saved us. Yeah. She, she she is actually a goddamn hero in the, the right sense of the word. Yeah. Um, and I love the idea that, you know, between her and also the way, when Huey said it earlier, but in this moment, it's this idea of her reclaiming the word superhero from this corporate, like, bunch of yeah. dickbags. Um, so there's a nice, nice, there's a really nice plot there. I just, I really like the arc. No, there is. It's nice. So, I think um, because this is this is the end of their plot, right? Uh, you know, obviously we got a bit more start. Uh, I would say, I would say, yeah, I would say that the uh, confrontation with Atrian, yeah, 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 um, a, a, a little bit underwhelmed. Uh, you know, as, as the end of the season, I, you know, I knew that okay, there's a cliffhanger, and I like the actual main cliffhanger. I feel like I could have done with an extra couple of beats from the main gang to kind of feel like the end of a season. 
Sure. I feel like there's kind of just ends a bit abruptly, like, okay, they're done now, and we're just not coming back to them. I mean, I get what you're saying. I think I love this scene so much, though. And, yeah, it does feel like we could have used one scene with, you know, M.M. and Frenchie with uh, Kimiko, sort of, just yeah. after the fact. I get what you're saying. I think for for Annie and Hugh, though, I feel like they, they have a perfect ending. Yeah, for those two it is. It's, it's the rest of them that feels kind of just like there's no resolution and I, I, you know, sure, there's 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 a season two. It's not the end of the world, but I I think they're heart to heart, and MM like going to save chemicals, kind of there. What's supposed to yeah, be their big moment? I think it's supposed to be, but I think it is lacking a, just a, a a beat after that for me. So A Train sees them, and he's like, "Oh, Homelander was right. You are working with them, kind of thing." To Annie, and Annie's like, "Go." <laughs> right so th- so they leave except notably huey huey shuts you know it's like a shutter it's like a you know the like a loading dock sort of shutter yeah and he he has he closes it and he's like no i'm not leaving you i'm staying and i like what i like about this is that it kind of very quickly like tells annie how much he cares about her without us having to have, see them talk about the fact that he lied to her again it just neatly does it in a moment it's really nice it is yeah because i'm sure obviously sure there's still going to be a little bit of weirdness because they did because they'd lie to each other but it does very quickly kind of get this point across of like, no, no, he does generally care about you. He is choosing to stick up for what he believes in right now, regardless yeah. of the fact that he's useless because he's not a super powered, super powered individual. Right, and and there's more of that in a minute as well. Of course, yeah, because uh, obviously we get this big slow motion standoff where she's like firing beams of light as A trains dodging them, and yeah. I think from the get go, I thought he he can win this because super speed does kind of outweigh. It, all he has to do is it's dodge the, the blasts. Well, I think the the only question is was okay. Starlight, you know, it's presumably if she just covers a reasonable area, can he outrun the speed of light? Sure, sure. <laughs> it was, was the only thing in my head as to okay, can yeah. she win? But, but I, mean, it, uh, I agree, he can just dodge. It seems. Yeah, because it's it's more of a projectile. So assuming as long as her her blasts aren't the speed of light, and I don't, I would argue they're not technically because I I agree. Uh, but um, I'm wondering if there is some element of them that that is. Yeah. But... Um. But he dodges and he ends up whacking her, and it it blows them both back uh, in a bit of force field. Um. And Huey, you know, stands up in front of her to protect her, and she's like, "No, what are you doing? Like, he'll just rip you apart. Like, you're not a superhero." And he's like, "I don't care." And he and you know, A-Train's like, you killed the only person I ever loved. And he's like, I didn't kill her. It's like, well, I did. I know that. But it was but because you of me. you. Yeah. yeah. And then A-Train has a heart attack. And this doesn't come out of nowhere because A-Train, of course, uh, we see that he healed very quick. And he claims it wasn't because of Compound well, V. Well, yeah, because we see him at the start of the episode with crutches. Yeah. Um, and we should talk about that scene, actually. It's a very interesting little scene he has in a, in like a, shoe, a shoe store. Uh, yeah, where the, the guard is clearly, you know, eyeing him up. Yeah, he's profiling own, him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. What, by the way, was it just me or did this guy look a little bit like Kurt Russell? There was a little bit of old Kurt Russell in it. there with the mustache. Like, right. if, yeah. if you just made it more of a handle thing, you'd have gotten the yeah. hateful eight Kurt Russell to me. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I can see it. A little bit. But he's clearly profiling him. I think what I liked about this scene is that he profiles him, doesn't believe he's A-Train until he sees that there's people filming him because they know he's A-Train and then he immediately changes his tune. And it's like, oh, now that I know you're A-Train, it's fine. And it's a really interesting thing that I've, I've noticed this show doing where it takes these awful characters but still makes them victims of things in society. It's kind of like how the deeps this sexual you know, assault or, or what's the phrase I'm looking for? Uh, abuser. Sexual abuser maybe is the term I'm looking for. Yes. Um, uh, but it still does things to them that are kind of unjust. And it's the same thing here where A-Train's an awful person who has killed people, laughed about it, 
and you know done everything else right killed his girlfriend at the behest of his captain make this okay no it doesn't no he's still clearly been racially profiled and this shouldn't happen and you know the show's done this a few times and i think it's really interesting that it explores these things from the perspective of these awful people uh it it kind of points out the fact that like this is this that this problem this this profiling problem specifically is universal regardless of who the person is it doesn't matter what he's done this is still wrong yeah because as much as we know he's a terrible dick bag oh this guy to doesn't the public he is he's a hero yeah um so it's really interesting it, 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 it's doing a really good job of making things not be just black and white you know, yeah. it's, it's doing a re- really great job of saying there's nuances to this, and one thing does not mean that someone is still okay to be sort of the other or whatever, or you know, however you want Absolutely, to phrase it. Yeah. Um, it, it. It kind of goes what we were saying about with the deep. I think it was last episode. When, right? Yeah, when he was assaulted. With yeah, the... like yeah, everything he did was terrible, and he should be you know punished for that, but not like just by having the same thing done to him. Yeah, that, that's not how the world should work. Uh, which kind of goes back to the revenge. It, you know, it, it fits into the whole theme of the show. It does. Just yeah. because Homelander, and we'll get to what Homelander may or may not have done because I've got some questions on it based on where it goes. Um, just because he may have done this awful thing, that doesn't mean that the punishment should just be revenge because revenge isn't going to get a result. And it's kind of the unhealthy yeah. thing that Billy has. But uh, anyway, um, A-Train has a heart attack and goes down. And Huey goes to start CPR, right? And he says, call 911, whatever. And Annie's like, and Annie, who has been like a hero and been, you know, don't kill people, blah, 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 says, you know, he's just going to keep coming for you, you know, and doesn't say this next part, but essentially implies maybe this is the easy way out. It's just not to save yeah. him. Yeah. She, she doesn't have to say that, but it's clear that that's yeah. what she's implying. It, well, because now that A Train's tried to, like, you know, kill them and you know she's just convinced enough that they're doing these awful things that she's like okay i'm not a killer but maybe we should let him die because it, it would make this easier and huey having killed translucent and felt guilty about it and because it's because you know the memory of robin kind of like being this guilt and annie kind of replacing that like he's like no this is not me like i know this isn't me now it's like i know he'll keep chasing me I don't care. I still have to try and save him. And it's like, okay, so what? First of all, to us, he's just a goddamn hero. You know, he's he's the human being that's a hero. It doesn't matter. He's not got superpowers. Yeah. And it says it to Annie as well. That, yeah, exactly. Okay, you know, all the all the the shit he lied about and all that stuff. It's not actually that important because in this moment where it's okay, he has an easy way out to save both of them potentially, but especially himself. He still, you know, he tries to save him anyway. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, okay, fine. I'll call the ambulance. I'll take over. You need to go. Uh, there's no reason for you to stay here i can do this and call um and she yeah. does and that's that's the end of the plot i i love i love this uh this entire scene where she shows up and saves them has this conversation then this conversation with a train this entire extended sequence uh maybe my favorite scene in the you know it's a, it's a big scene admittedly but it may be my favorite scene in the whole episode um i just mm. love this culmination to all this stuff uh, with their two characters because um, I, th- I think there was a worry, even though I was enjoying everything that we're doing with them, there's a worry with these sort of confrontations, because I'm so used to other shows, st- looking at UCW, where one character's lying to another about something, and usually the lie itself feels forced. In this case, it didn't, because they didn't know each other yet, so it was kind of, an, it felt more natural. Um, yeah. But there is a worry that the confrontation will feel tedious, and I think they had just enough fighting uh, once it came out, and then the resolution here was just pitch perfect, that it just worked. Yeah. And, and there was enough time between that it didn't feel like it was an immediate reversal, but it didn't drag it on for too long. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so for a very tightly paced season, I'll say that for sure. 
Oh, um, absolutely, yeah. So, I, I, like, I think in the in the pacing department, my only thing was I wanted the full mockumentary episode, <laughs> which would have meant though you'd have to tack on another episode to add the other bits and stuff around it. Absolutely, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, yeah, excellently paced overall. Yeah, and since there's only eight episodes and they're already shooting, I'm actually feeling quite confident they can actually hit the same time next year for season two. Give or take, yeah. Because uh, because obviously what else Amazon have got in their schedule, but. Yeah, but given that they're already shooting, I think because I think that's the other benefit to having eight episodes. If we're getting to this point where ten or thirteen takes like a year and a half to do, then maybe going eight does actually help a lot of them keep to a more consistent schedule. Yeah, it depends. There's a lot of post effects in this, though. That's true. That's true. But I mean, they're already shooting, and it's a year out, so I, I'm still feeling pretty confident. Uh, no, I am too. But I mean, if if it turns out we don't get it till you know October, I won't be shocked. Okay, yeah, it's like a couple of months though. Yeah. If this was another show on Netflix, I know this is Netflix, but if this was a show on Netflix, I'd be expecting like March the following year. Yeah, yeah. So, probably. yeah. Uh, before we go into the main stuff with Billy and Homelander, because obviously that's super interesting, um, let's talk just like, quickly about the Deep's uh, last couple of scenes. Um, he's excited because because the Seven's been called in to fight for the government, he's like, oh, I'm getting to leave this shitty little town. And he's making his smoothie, which has yeah. booze in it. The the vodka smoothie, yeah. Um, um, which, by the way, see this guy that's with him? Um, he was reminding me so much, bizarrely enough, of that New Zealander guy who... Yes, thank you. I've been thinking it, like, the first episode he showed up and I was like, I've seen him somewhere. And I looked him up no, and I hadn't. Yeah, he's not. Here's the thing. Every time he spoke, I almost expected it to be a New Zealand accent. And it wasn't. But It's the shape of his face and the hair. Yeah, yeah he's just got the same kind of demeanor. And it's, it's the same type of character where he... Like, I can imagine that that actor from... Uh, you know, he was in uh, uh, Tika Watiti's film, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. And he was in uh, that episode of The X-Files. You know, he's a really funny guy. Like, yeah. He's a really charming, funny guy. Like... He could, be, I could see him doing this scene, and it would almost play out the exact same way. He just having, he just have the accent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, you, you're right because all, all episodes, I was like, this guy, you know, and and it, it, I, I got there somewhere in this episode, and, and I was like, oh, I need to remember that, and I'd completely forgotten to bring it up till you just mentioned it. It was, uh, it was a relief when it finally clicked for me because it was bothering me all the previous episode. Uh, best part of this scene though is when he finally just says the word, "You're not leaving." Uh, everybody hearts just starts playing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I love that. You know, he was so excited about leading his 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 dolphin squad. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he was like, ah, oh, it was too much effort to train them before, but with me there, we get it. We're gonna kill it. Yes, and then we get one more scene with them. Everybody hearts keeps playing uh, over this scene as he shaves his body and then eventually his head. Yeah, and that's the scene. It's a cheesy cliche scene, but. It works. My favorite part of uh, it's, it's the same thing that happened with the lobster before. Uh, is when the first time when the scene the first scene ends and he's just sort of looking out the window. It just cuts away a little bit quicker than you expect, which makes it funnier. Yeah, yeah, just it a does. little bit offbeat. Hey, firefly! The cat's just jumped up on my leg. Hey, what's up? What's up, cat? You want attention? Um. So yeah. So stuff with Homelander throughout the episode with Stillwell. Stillwell gets an offer. Uh, from our boss, which is Gus from for Breaking Bad. Yeah. Gus Spring's in here. And I feel like he's a big enough actor that they've probably introduced him here because he's going to be... be given um, where Stillwell is at the end of this episode, I feel like we're going to see I can tell you, having Gus. seen an interview uh, oh. after I watched this, he is directly replacing yeah. uh, that one. I, 
I didn't expect that. I didn't suspect that in the scene where he was introduced because I didn't know she was going to die yet. But once she died, I was like, well, I guess Gus is thinking around next season. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that makes sense to me. I think I think they said that a couple of the other cameos that we saw throughout, uh, at least one of those will be a bigger role. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so so we, she gets this offer because she's succeeded in all this, setting up all this government stuff and whatnot. Uh, it's bringing in a lot of money. And Homelander comes to see her, and again, we get more of his thing where he's kind of looking for, like, he's like, oh, you've been avoiding me. She's like, oh, I've not. I swear I've not been. You know, you've been instrumental to all this stuff. And this is when he reveals that he was behind spreading the compound V to the terrorists and so on. Uh, and at least this scene after this, where they go back to her office, I think it is, uh, to have sex. And it's a very interesting scene for a couple of reasons. I think the first thing is that she very much takes control and stops him from to, like grabbing to her fault, yeah to, to, um, to a fault to stop him from hurting her basically because like when he, when he starts squeezing like he doesn't know his strength essentially yeah and... but I, I think part of it is also like uh, look at is supposed to be a show of control in the sense of mm. hey no you went off books with that without my say so just remember who's in charge here kind of it yeah it feels like again it's kind of what i'm back i went back i said this in like episode two or three uh, how a lot of the power dynamics on this show is the typical man in power uh, having control over the, the woman and uh, taking it to the extreme. This is very much, she's using sex and as, a, as a way to control him, but the moment he decides that he doesn't care about that, he can just take all control back. The moment he decides that he doesn't care anymore, he's just, he can kill her, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, because he's goddamn Homelander. Because he's Homelander. Um and, you know, he, he finishes really quickly and she has to comfort him about it. He's like, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine. Like, that was good. And again, it's, it's a very weird incestuous kind of feeling to it, you know, because she's like, good boy, kind of all these phrases Yeah, like all that. season we've had this kind of pseudo-mother-son relationship. Yeah. So it's, it's got that weirdness to it. And so that's that scene. And she goes home and Billy's there because we know Billy went off to do it because Billy disappears from the episode for a while. We do all this other stuff with the other boys and stuff. Mm. And... She's sitting there, he's drugged the nanny, and he's like, hey, we're going to wait for Homelander, you're going to call him. And of course, Homelander shows up. This is a, we get to the big final section of the episode, and he's, you know, Billy's put Stillwell in uh, explosives. He's got C4 all over her. Yeah. And he's got a trigger, which is one of those release triggers, so that if, if, he, switch. if he's killed, yeah, dead man switch. Yeah. If he's killed or whatever, that's it. The idea being that if Homelander cares about her, then, it, then he won't want her to die, therefore... You know, so on and so on. Um, but when Homelander shows up, he brings down her baby. And it's a very interesting performance from Elizabeth Shue, this whole scene, because she's constantly just concerned the fact that the baby's here. Like, no. Like, let, let him, you know, put him back upstairs. Yeah, put him away from us where the explosion is going to happen. Um, yeah. I mean, mentally, with that much C4, I think the whole house may go. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and arguably, you'd go, well, maybe in Homelander's arms is safer because he could shield the baby. Yeah, potentially. I mean, it clearly does that with uh, Billy at the end of the scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but again, that's this thing we've had all season with, with Homelander being scary. You know, this idea of his presence being scary. The way that he's so casual here and the way that he... Because he just casually brings up, like, oh, yeah, you're Billy. Like, uh, do you know that me and your wife... And he does that like, sort of fist kind of motion as he, yeah. he, he does this. Um, and he says, oh, you know, she came on to me and, you know, she was a great lady. She came three times. Like, he says all these things. And here's the thing, like, obviously he's so awful that I would never want to believe him, like, you know, that, that he, that it wasn't rape. But the one thing that makes me suspect that he might actually be telling the truth, that it wasn't rape, is that he never actually knows he's accused of that. No. 
He never has a reason to actually say, oh, it wasn't I, that, it was this. It, here's the thing. I can see both both ways in the sense that he doesn't realise it was rape because it never even crossed his mind. Yeah, he's, he, yeah he, he thinks he can just take what he wants so he would never consider it rape. Like, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the idea that oh. she was so scared she just didn't say no because she's that ter- he's that terrifying. Because I mean, we've seen all season that everyone's so terrified of him that they'll does, just... Does what he says, yeah. Yeah, they'll just make him happy. But alternatively... I do believe there there would be a large subset of women, especially with his public image, who would throw themselves at him. Very possibly, yeah. I mean, and so and and he probably bought into that hype himself. Because here's the thing: the the hate the, the the footage we saw of her leaving the office it did look a little bit, and it does look like it could be that she's like walking out that way because it was assault, and she's just like she's really torn well, up by it. it it could have been regret that she just did this. it's guilt yeah well i'd say more guilt because she is sure. a married woman like she, she she sort of like succumbed to say some emotion or some or whatever and then she comes out of the room and goes shit i just cheated on my husband and i feel shitty about it it could be that and i think what's interesting about this is that it kind of plays upon our because we, we've heard this whole thing through billy and billy was led to this conclusion to an extent by mallory uh and seeing this footage yeah and we've just had no real reason to doubt it yeah, we've, we've, we've not. And like I say, he's awful enough that I would totally never trust his word over the footage or Billy or whatever else. But at the same time, the thing that kind of makes me think there may be some truth to this is that he has no reason to deny anything. He, he doesn't yeah, know he's been accused of anything. Like, a homelander, you know, when he's, uh, when he is, you know, being himself with these people, you know, in this scene, you know, when we've seen other times, he's very blunt he's very honest he has no reason to lie exactly yeah so, like i said the only way it's 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 it, it's either it it wasn't rape and it, you know and, and billy has been misled or homelander doesn't realize it was rape he doesn't which consider it yeah really possible but i don't i don't i don't think homelander is if if he did rape i don't think he's aware that he did he doesn't believe it at the very least yeah yeah um which brings an interest because i think both things raise a lot of it because obviously the ending here is well maybe before we get to that so so i want to go through it in order homelander so i says, oh what do you want do you want you know a confession do you want this do you want that and you want money and billy's very quiet the whole time he only has a couple of lines here he's doing he's, he's the light in here is great he's like in com- almost complete shadow there's just a little bit of light on one side of his face yeah. and he's like i just want to really hurt you and that'll be that'll be good enough for me like that's all i want to do and, like, and homelander's like so there's nothing i can do to actually stop you killing her then because that's all you really want now yeah um but here's the thing i don't think he just does what he does because it ruins his plan i think he does what he does because as he says he went back to the you know uh, the vault dude and because the details of the stories didn't match exactly he went back and forced them to tell him the truth and we don't know what the truth is yet or we don't find out until the final scene obviously but he leans in and he forces Stillwell to be honest with him like because she keeps saying she loves him and again it's this this mechanism of trying to control him and stop him from being thing you know whatever and she admits that she's scared of him you know and her baby's just over there uh, which you know there's a good chance the baby's dead by the way because i'm pretty sure it is yeah there's, there's no evidence that he saved the baby and i think the big line for me here actually from homelander is he says you love that baby more than me and again it's this idea of him being a petulant child of a man he's, he's jealous yeah yeah he's jealous of the attention the baby gets from her the idea that this woman yeah, we, cares about her own child more than him we, we saw it in the uh in, in the scene where she was taking the the, the child to the doctor's exactly yeah uh, uh, you know it really came in there and he was like oh you're spending too much time with this baby it's just an accessory 
And to show the weird thing is, is that like this is the sort of thing where of course she cares about. I mean, this is a normal thing in relationships where both parents like know that both other partners care more about their kids than each other now like it's kind of this natural thing that most couples i mean oh, there's examples of like some shitty like dads or whatever who get jealous of their kid for getting more attention they don't like you know being a parent mm. or whatever but typically speaking in a healthy relationship it's accepted that you your kids come first and that the idea that if you had to sacrifice what you know either your kid or your, your partner you'd, you'd always pick your partner because and the partner would want you to do that because you care about your kid more and yeah. it's accepted that the kid is more important now um this is homelander not accepting this and saying no i am more important i should always be more important to you yeah, no this is this is homelander with the the new baby brother sure who, who is annoyed that he's not getting you know he's the only child and he's getting all the attention it's yeah essentially but mixed with sex yeah yeah that murk is up but, yeah yeah um so yeah absolutely terrifying stuff and as soon as she says it, he says thank you and then does the heat vision right into her eyes. That's that's what this scene essentially was. It was the end of the twenty fourteen Godzilla when Godzilla uses atomic breath right in the mouth. It was, yeah. It was I that moment that too. Yeah. Um and it's a brutal death. Like you know the effects here it's obviously it's CG, but like it's like her entire face just good. burns from the inside. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Um so really great. Really great stuff. And I I love how he turns around with a smell on his face and he's like, So what was your plan again? <laughs> yeah and then i love how billy's like oh well and just releases the bomb he's like well i'm yeah. dead anyway i might as well yeah, just do it myself it. yeah um and then of course he wakes up on the traditional american lawn with a white picket fence sunny day and homelander's yeah. standing over him and he's like oh wake up there uh old chum or whatever he says i don't know it's a phrase like that he says friend or buddy or i guess buddy he says buddy yeah and he gets he doesn't even get up he just kind of rolls onto his side and he's like ah stillwell never told you what the truth was oh well you're gonna love this then kind of thing um and you know it's like funny because just last steps we, we were like said ah we never saw the dead baby the baby didn't still be alive <laughs> like that was our logic yes we also didn't see a dead mother <laughs> that's true that's true um okay i think even early on we we said that she might still be out there uh, yeah i think we assumed less so after the birth scene where we it was kind of like alien chest bursty right yeah well yeah this is the thing because we we saw her bleeding so much we never necessarily suspected that the the story itself was just a complete lie that it, what you know because obviously we're hearing it from this this guy's like lie so yeah. we see this but that doesn't necessarily mean it really happened so we kind of took that more at face value it was just the kid we suspected yeah it may not actually be dead but sure enough, out walks this kid who's about nine, as I, <laughs> or seven or eight, whatever age he is, and then out walks Becca, and yep. Billy sees this, and she like sees Holmander, she sees him, and I think her reaction is very hard to read here as to exactly like I think well her reaction with Billy is at least partly easy. Like, there's definitely like, this guilt on her face of like because she's he's guilt, not seen her. Shock that 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 is there, uh, and but. It doesn't answer the question of, like, was it consensual? Was it, you know, if it was rape, was it forced physical rape? Was it rape out of fear, as you're, as we were speculating? I'm, I'm sure we will delve into that. Now. Oh, absolutely. And But it does raise a lot of questions or, you know, bring up a lot of avenues where we could go next season in terms of, like, let's say it was consensual and she just went into hiding 
Um, and maybe that was still out of fear. Maybe that was like out of fear of like what Homelander might do if he finds out about this. So she yeah. still did it out of protection for him. Like, how does that change how Billy thinks about it? This idea that he, you know, she, she wasn't like... Uh, admittedly, though, I will say this. The footage of her on the park bench walking off like a zombie does suggest that it wasn't consensual. I will say that. That one definitely feels a bit more... I, I will say, no, I agree that it plays that, but just as a counterpoint to you know go along i can see reading it as she's she knows she's pregnant at this point mm. and she's just like what the hell am i gonna do okay, i can't sure. go home to bill i can't go to my husband with this what am i gonna do now i can see it playing that way if if they choose to go down that route yeah because it doesn't it throws a really interesting wrench into billy's entire quest for vengeance if it wasn't completely if she wasn't a complete victim and and what happened yeah, it becomes a hey, you stole my wife almost rather than you know, you you raped my wife. It's completely different. Yeah. Um but if it was still a forced thing, either through fear or physical, then th this idea of Homelander's now here, like that that opens up some new interesting possibilities of where instead of him being this threat to Stillwell all season and her being scared, like what do they have to do to Homelander to make sure they don't kill it? It doesn't kill the whole family. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't just kill both of them right there because they don't need them. No, absolutely not. Um, I suspect he might want the son now that he knows that that, that you know. He oh yeah, has I was thinking heir. just the adults. I wasn't. This, I, I thought. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. the son he'd still want, but yeah, like both the parents. You know, both the parents. I, I love the idea. That, you know, they hid this from him because he does not have the maturity to have a kid Here, here's, here's a bit of speculation i'd have i think regardless of the actual act itself um i think the agreement from her to go into hiding and raise the kid is what uh Vaught, if that was his name i don't know if that was actually his name uh the you know the old dude but um the, remember when he said that no what you needed to to be a good person was to be raised properly i wonder if she actually was talked into like hiding away with the kid and raising him properly to make sure he wasn't a monster maybe i, mean, I, hell, I suspect so it's almost like hey we need something to fight home yeah yeah all, almost like maybe it was like hey so that by the time he's maybe like in his 20s we actually have something to fight home under with like maybe that's the end game almost yeah is make sure he's good, make sure he's noble, so that by the time he grows up, we have something to fight and, back with. And I can see why, hey, maybe don't take this kid back to Butcher, because he is not going to be a, a good, healthy kid if that's his, if that's the father figure. Well, I mean, I think Butcher seemed all right at the time, but maybe it's the idea of, like, he's not going to accept it and it's going to create a toxic environment, because, I mean, yeah. but will he want to raise this other man's no, kid? No, exactly, that's what yeah. I'm about, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's a very interesting interesting idea and, and there's this interesting parallel as well to the idea of robin's father leaving her and then in this case like homelander as a father just not being there because he didn't know there's yeah. some, some interesting parallels to kind of like start comparing different characters with and yeah and all that i assume you meant annie's father then sorry annie yeah what did i say you said robin's I said robin sorry <laughs> yeah sorry sorry robin sorry for mixing you up with the, the, the loving person um uh so no i like i do like this cliffhanger um it no, it does too. it does murky a lot of like billy's motivations and i think that's why it's a good cliffhanger because he, the rug is so pulled completely from under him and i think there's so many points in this season where you know we could speculate is she alive or isn't she is this kid alive or isn't he so it's not even that surprising that this is where they went with it like it's, it's a fairly plausible thing they could have went with as a path yeah i mean we, we even spoke about it last episode but i think what makes it work is that it murky at this point we don't even know 
how much she wanted anything that happened or how much she wants this kid or loves this kid and that emotionally pulls the rug even further out of billy's under billy's feet where billy's yeah. like just he's in a, like because billy regardless of how healthy or not you think he was and he wasn't like he was always so determined and sure of his one goal he was always like you know he always he, he always managed to joke and say that things were okay because he was so determined to do his one thing and he would yeah. never let because even in the face of homelander he kept a straight face he didn't get scared i mean homelander even like you know listened to his heartbeat and says your heart's pounding but you're not scared you're actually He's just angry yeah, yeah. He, it was almost a respect it's like you know because everyone's terrified of him yeah um and maybe that's why you won't kill him for a while because he's actually it's almost like a, uh, a joker thing where he's kind of like oh i'm kind of amused by you because you're you you're willing to stand up to me yeah yeah might um, well be so no but emotionally this puts him into like a, a whirlpool almost of like not knowing how, what he think or because he's been he's been so one note in his life for years and here's yeah. another question let's say let's say it is more of a lie than Mal- mallory makes some of it up just to get him on board did she manipulate him uh, or did she believe what she was saying to him um again given that we learn mallory has a personal vendetta against uh lamplighter i think it was yeah um i i can see her maybe maybe had bent the truth a little bit just maybe she didn't even have to hide anything but just present it in a certain manner yeah and kind of make him like her so you know again so in the same way that you know we've seen Billy been doing with Huey all season, you know, make him like him, you know, just kind of mold them to be the next soldier. Yeah, um, and this idea where Mallory's learned that's not worth, and she regrets turning Billy into this, and this, and that's why she's saying to Huey, "Don't become this, like, don't." Yeah, um, I like that we've got all three stages of that journey kind of represented with her at the end, that, Huey at the start. It's the same with Annie and Maeve. This idea of like, you know, this is the journey that, that Annie could be going on because here's someone who went through it already. It's, it's a solid storytelling technique uh, where you have people who are going to go through the same thing as someone yeah, else and you... Sh- cautionary tale. Yeah, you, you show the, the result of it and then it's not necessarily always clear to begin with that that's what they're doing but by the time you get into the story you, you realize that no no this is this person's becoming that but they could maybe make a different choice or, or whatever yeah and be be better because of it usually yeah yeah usually usually that's the case yeah um so uh no um if it wasn't clear i think this season finale was fantastic uh, <laughs> yeah like i said i got the one gripe that i feel uh i could have done with another moment with the, the rest of the boys uh you know just having a beat at the end of their plot yeah because I, I think the other thing is I, I talked about how it was using all those moments of like you know this this scene with the a-train some of the stuff with the deep where it's making things not be black and white and just because you hate someone it's not okay for this other thing and so on i think the ending the cliffhanger with billy like his goal his motivation all season has been very black and white so you know it's a very like classic movie thing someone raped to kill my wife i want revenge that's all that matters that's all i care about it's very simple and clear-cut this ending makes it murky as shit yeah. and completely, you know, just muddies it all up. And I think that's perfect for his story. And it goes along with the themes of some of what we've been doing where it's not as clear cut. Even even though to a point there is some elements where I think it is. I, I think the idea of Annie stepping up saying, you know what, no, this isn't that complicated. I want to be a hero. I'm going to be a goddamn hero, no matter what everyone says. There are, there are things that are clear cut, obviously, but um, yeah. So I, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I, I like the... Uh, thematically so many things have kind of like jive together in a really nice way yeah no it was it was good um a lot of great choices here and uh do we have a do we have another class song in here i can't remember i feel like there might have been one i don't remember one i don't recall now but i i think maybe there was one or 
or something. But yeah, again, you know, I feel like there was, and I thought it was a callback to the first episode where we had, you know, the you know the the big uh, London calling moment mm. at the the end. But um, I can't remember which time it was now. It's kind of bugged me. Oh well. Uh, but no, it was uh, it was really solid. Yeah. So. Uh, super excited for season two, and this is this this show has been such a pleasant surprise. Because uh, obviously, I thought, oh, this might be good. I might, you know, but there was a lot of concerns going in, and I think um, this is one of Amazon's big winners. You know, when it comes to their shows now, I think this is at the top of the pile, just in the sense, not, not necessarily like, do I like this more than Only God Forgives? Um, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll maybe revisit that question when I finish that season, because you know, obviously we've got three episodes left of that. Um, but. That's, a, that's, that's still a question, but I think in terms of uh, yeah, I, reaching... You mean too old to die young. What did I say? Uh, only God forgives. That's a, I, I, I think that's a fair slip. <laughs> it is. It is, but I just wanted for, for people who are yes, like, what yes. Amazon shows that? It's just another reffing movie. It's a reffing movie, yes. Um... <laughs> that, that's a funny one, actually. That's funny that I said that. Um, yeah. But what I like, um, uh, what, what I'm saying about this is that it, I'm seeing it kind of reach more people. I'm seeing more people talk about it as time goes on. It's, word of mouth yeah. on this is quite good. It's getting I, I more mainstream it helps appeal. That Amazon promoted this one. That is true. Um, and I, obviously, I, I love the uh, Esmail's one, Homeland. Homecoming. Homecoming. <laughs> it's just Homelander. Uh, yes, Homecoming. Sorry, right. I've been thinking that throughout this entire season, I've been comparing it to other Amazon shows. Yeah. And, um, and I think those those three are definitely my favorite. And I think the ticks and the next one, that got cancelled. Um, but I, I think we are yeah. kind of seeing them ramp up to have more notable mainstream things that are being recognised. And I think The Boys is maybe the biggest one I've seen from them so far. Yeah, because obviously we've had uh, Hannah was pretty good as well. Oh, true. Yeah, I enjoyed Hannah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, they're, they're creeping up now, aren't they? The, Where, yeah, they're, they're creeping oh, up. You know, I mean, uh, we weren't as hot on uh, Jack Ryan as some people were, but it's still good. It's definitely not bad. It's yeah. just maybe less our show. Yeah. I mean, Jack Ryan is unlikely we're going to cover season two, honestly, at this point, Um, especially if other things are on. And given that both Netflix and Amazon are ramping things up, given that Disney and Apple are about to start pumping out shit soon. Yeah, but it's it's definitely not a bad show. Yeah. Um, intriguing, intriguing. Um, and also shout out to Comrade Direct the Detective for being a fun little, oh, fun yeah, little that John. was delightful. Just a little one season six episode funny thing, but a nice little show. I, I appreciate both Amazon and Netflix for having stupid shit like that. Just mm. yeah, you know that. Uh, but I, I would count you know Two Old to Die Young and Homecoming under kind of that same category of this isn't for a big mainstream audience. Yeah, which is why I'm shocked that Homecoming got a second season, but I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, because that was—I I can imagine—so many people got three minutes into that and went, "Nope." Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's perfect for us. So. <laughs> yeah, we loved it. Yeah, I—I I, I think because it was such a little director's like project, and we get a different director for season two. I wonder if it almost be like, oh, a different director will come in, put their own stamp on it, and yeah, know. which maybe will be a little disappointing in the sense that okay, it might not be. The same. It might not be a director we like as much. It may not be, but, but if they make it their just, own thing, oh, you know, if it's yeah. just oh, this is one director's vision every season. I can respect that. Yeah, they just have to take what was set up by the previous season and go with it. Yeah. Um. But hey, uh, so no, as episode eight of uh of the boys, I think it's worth mentioning here. 
um in terms of stuff that's coming up tv wise for us in the future um obviously here on the youtube channel everything's on the same place if you listen to the audio feed which is this is on the almost cancelled uh, tv reviews feed there's also the netflix original reviews tv feed uh find links over at our patreon i'll mention that in a minute if you need to find them but um coming up soon from amazon we are, we are going to try carnival row which is their big thing that's hitting at the end of the month um i'm not I feeling suspect we won't cover it past episode one that's the assumption because it doesn't look like my sort of thing um but we're going to try it maybe i'll be surprised it's yeah, entirely honestly possible. i saw i watched a trailer the other day mm-hmm. i'm not sure it's even my sort of thing whoa okay that's surprising. yes and i'm far more into that genre than than pete is but we're going to try it and see how it is yeah we will yeah uh, see how it is um, I don't know if we'll get anything else from Amazon specifically scheduled uh, in the next month or so. Not that I'm aware of. Because um, these streaming services are very guilty of not announcing things too far in advance. Uh, we can tell you, though, that on Netflix, I just started covering season two, or sorry, season three of Glow uh, on my own. Uh, we'll be covering Mindhunter season two, which starts uh, later this week. Uh, and we'll be doing that um, fairly quickly. We're still working through... Uh, tool to die young i almost said only god forgives again and uh, we've got three episodes left of that we're doing that weekly and uh so so check out these these various yeah. shows if you're interested just, uh, and, and just enough check that for whatever reason you're only interested in you know amazon shows that we're covering i don't know why because there's not that many of them but the expanse will be back mm-hmm. in december so that's the the big one we've got penciled oh, in yeah. that we're really excited and- for for the record you can find all three seasons previous reviews on the same audio feed as this or um on the youtube of course uh nice and easy to find uh we love that show it's coming back for season four uh, in december so that's cool and also actually just uh, starting tomorrow um well it's on tonight but i mean our review is coming uh tomorrow is uh the terror infamy uh is is, uh starting so we're trying that we like season one a fair bit uh trying season two it's an anthology so it's a completely fresh start you don't have to see season one uh and also as a hbo miniseries called our boys no relation to the boys uh which i'm trying with tara which we're going to review as well and see how that is that's from hbo and obviously they tend to have a high standard uh, and speaking of hbo the final season of the deuce is coming um next month as well so all this tv is coming yeah yeah we, we got a lot of good tv as well though so yeah uh, I, I said there was a teaser trailer for uh, the Do season three. Uh, uh, yeah, yesterday. so I didn't watch it because I'm like, eh, I don't need to. Someone said it to me. I just clicked it because a minute long, and I just I love that they've got they they're really playing up the VHS era because we know we're, we're going into that yeah. for the season. So when it ends, it's in a four by three and it's got the static lines and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, let's play with that. Let's play I'm with that. Down. So uh, looking forward to all this stuff. So yes, but. Uh, Otherwise, let us know what you think of the boys uh, season one and the finale in the comments. Like and subscribe, all the usual stuff. Uh, get us on the Twitter's email underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash TV where you can support us for as little as $1 per month and it helps keep the shows coming, all the reviews we do on YouTube, the podcast, everything. Um, obviously there's higher tiers as well at one dollar you get bonus stuff you get some stuff early at the higher tiers you get to do things like vote and movie podcasts and you get to uh, sponsor certain tv show reviews and things like that uh, so we'll have a look and see if you want to take part in any of that uh, and help keep all this the content coming uh, but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla and in fact, one last point. This show was in 2.35 to 1, and I didn't mention it all season. And I love that we're at the point now with TV shows where that doesn't even occur to me in episode 1. It's just normal, <laughs> and it's beautiful. <laughs>